The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome in, folks, here for our first episode of coverage for the New York Giants free agency. We are going to be providing updates throughout free agency for the New York Giants. Before we get into that, I am Joe DeLeon, joined by Chris Flum. We are representing Big Blue View, which is your go-to source for New York Giants news and analysis. So today, uh, we've got a couple moves that we have to dive into. Some disappointing news about losing Dalvin Tomlinson. Some updates on Leonard Williams. And then ultimately, some additional pieces, some small contracts that are here now for the New York Giants. So, Chris, the first move that we have here, Leonard Williams is re-signing officially, despite hearing some rumors that there was some drama involved. He is coming in on a three-year, or returning rather, on a three-year $63 million deal with $45 million guaranteed. So this is a big contract that is coming, by the way, of Leonard Williams, and they're going to be paying him a ton of money for the next three years. Yeah, this is a big contract for the for Leonard Williams. It is it officially makes him the second highest paid defensive lineman or defensive tackle in the NFL. And yes, he drops his grievance with the NFL with the New York Giants. He I guess is considered a defensive end now based on his pay and whatever. He is a defensive tackle in the Giants scheme. The 63 million is 21 million per year that ties him with DeForest Buckner. His 45 million fully guaranteed is second only to Aaron Donald, but this does drop his cap hit down to 11 million in 2020. That gave the Giants really the room they needed to do really much of anything in free agency. Yeah, that one key piece here, the $11 million, does help out the Giants. And we've basically established who we know is returning again, despite being some possible murmurs of some people saying that they should maybe rescind the tag because um, they are in a, in a difficult position in terms of their negotiations. Now, the other signing, and, and this one, Chris, I'm actually a little bit exciting about uh, excited about this one. The rest of them are a little bit uneventful, but they added wide receiver John Ross today on Tuesday, who I was a big fan of when he was coming out of Washington. I honestly believe that 
Uh, he had some injury problems, and if he was able to stay on the field fully and he could work on those drops, he could develop into a very talented receiver. He's coming in on a very low-risk deal, one year, $2.5 million with $1 million guaranteed. And you know, honestly, in seeing John Ross when he was healthy and when he was playing at his best, he had some pretty good games with the Bengals, but just not able to stay on the field entirely. So hypothetically, this could be a Kyler Fackrell type signing where he steps up and he's able to play really, really well because right now, frankly, the Giants just need a boost on offense. And I think John Ross could provide the speed over the top for them to do that and then maybe go and draft somebody in the first or second round. Yeah, he definitely has speed to burn. He, I believe he is the current record holder. You know that I'm pretty sure that record would stand if we had the combine this year with a four two two forty. That is just blazing fast. But you also talked about you know he he's had he struggled with injuries. He has yet to play a full season in the NFL. He's only topped double digit games once. That was back in 2018 with 13 games. This past season, he only played three games. He got injured in practice, uh, filling in as a cornerback because of all the injuries <laughs> that hit the Bengals secondary. They couldn't practice. So they th- that that position must have been cursed for them. But even so, three games, he only had two receptions. So this is a low risk signing. It's really not much more, not much above veteran minimum, but if the Giants can get it to pay off, if they can maybe manufacture him some touches, like you say, work on those drops, that has been a significant issue for him throughout his time with the Bengals. Yeah, he does have the speed to turn you know, maybe a not great play, a short gain, or just into a big play, or just blow the top off the defense. Yeah, 100%. So this is definitely uh, an exciting addition uh, for the Giants, which again, Very low risk, has the potential to possibly turn into something big. The first one, sadly, is a player who is now gone. And this obviously frustrates the Leonard Williams saga even more because he signed for a pretty cheap contract compared to what Leonard Williams is asking for. And it is a number, I think, a little bit lower, if not right where we thought he was going to be. So Dalvin Tomlinson, the stud uh, run-stopping defensive tackle for the Giants, decided to leave. He's heading to Minnesota on a two-year contract. $22 million deal. He's getting $16 million guaranteed. So, Chris, I know that you, of all people, are reeling right now at this news because this is your boy. This is your guy. This is the guy that you've supported before he was even drafted, and the Giants decided to let Leonard Williams step in on uh, retaining him. Yeah, that's definitely a disappointment, but I am happy for Dalvin Tomlinson. He is getting paid, and it also came out uh, not too long before we're recording this, which I should just note is just after three o'clock on Tuesday. We, we do kind of have to put timestamps on this because situations are very fluid. Uh, yep. It did come out of Minnesota that they are actually going to move him over to the three technique. And I have long said that I felt Dalvin Tomlinson, Dalvin Tomlinson had untapped pass rushing upside. So at, at least I'll finally get get a chance to see if I was right on that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and he's going to be able to go to a team that is in need of some interior help. He's going to be playing with Michael Pierce, so they're they're going to be a very good defensive front. Happy for Dalvin Tomlinson. Hopefully uh, he has success there in Minnesota. Uh, of course, ironically, though, yet another talented Giants defensive tackle 
when we're hoping that he stays because he's a high-impact player, not in terms of statistics, but rather his ability to eat up blocks, he ends up with Minnesota. So, you know, of course, uh, with our luck, it's the same location as we've previously dealt with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just, you know, so far for the Giants, he was a, even if he wasn't a big presence on the stat sheet, he was a big presence on the field. So, you know, we'll, we'll just have to see whatever comes next. Yeah, and, and you know, ultimately, this is uh, a difficult move to lose De- uh, Dalvin Tomlinson. We're going to get into talking about the three additions to this squad. Again, nothing big, nothing, no star names that we're going to be talking about. Before we get to that, though, we're just going to take a really short commercial break. So first player, and it, as soon as I saw this re-signing, I had a hunch that this was an indication that Dalvin Tomlinson was not going to come back. Defensive tackle Austin Johnson, who was playing in a rotational role last year, is coming back to play for the Giants on a one-year, $3 million deal. And the reason why I say that this was an indication of Dalvin Tomlinson leaving, I'm sure, situationally, Gettleman and the front office knew that Tomlinson was not going to be able to fit in their expectations for money with the room that they currently have. And they, they probably said to themselves, all right, if we're going to lose Dalvin Tomlinson, we need to go and at least bring back somebody that we can trust or look to the market. And I think that they were impressed by Austin Johnson in the limited role he was able to provide. And he might end up taking over that role that Dalvin Tomlinson had last season. Yeah, which is really what we said in our interior defensive line, defensive tackle free agency preview, which was that. If the Jets are going to let Tomlinson go, they need to make Austin Johnson a priority to re-sign because otherwise they really don't have a nose tackle. Uh, yeah, Johnson looked fine backing up Dalvin Tomlinson in the middle there. But the problem is, is that B.J. Hill hasn't really shown up as a nose tackle. Uh, Dexter Lawrence, I've seen Giants fans say, well, now the Giants can move Lawrence back to his natural nose tackle position and he just isn't a nose tackle. He was never a nose tackle. Back at Clemson, when he was on that great defensive line that they had when they won that championship, Dexter Lawrence played the three technique on that line or defensive end, depending on what their what kind of front they were playing. It was Christian Wilkins who played the nose tackle position when they used a nose tackle, not the 350-pound Dexter Lawrence. So Lawrence will probably stay playing defensive end he'll probably be opposite Leonard Williams and then BJ Hill will rotate in kind of around and wherever but it looks like Austin Johnson is getting promoted from backup to starter at least pending the draft yeah where I sit right now with this bringing back Austin Johnson letting Dalvin Tomlinson go I'm not I'm disappointed but I'm not entirely torn up by it because if we're being just realistic looking at the roster Defensive tackle and defensive line is still a strength despite losing somebody like Dalvin Tomlinson. So you bring back Austin Johnson, you have uh, a still a pretty, pretty talented group. You've got a lot of good guys, B.J. Hill, Dexter Lawrence. If Leonard Williams can figure out a contract, he is going to be back. Um, and then you know, you're bringing in Austin Johnson as well. So they're obviously taking a hit with no Dalvin Tomlinson, but at least bringing back Austin Johnson you still have most of the core returning. Now, there's other positions, hopefully, that they continue to address because right now, there's still some holes on this roster and they haven't made a ton of big moves. The second move that they made, another simple move, was signing running back Devontae Booker. Two years, $6 million deal. 
Uh, he was previously with the Broncos and the Raiders. He was with the Raiders last season. Five foot eleven, two nineteen. He has fifteen hundred rushing yards and nine touchdowns in his career. Four point oh yards per carry in his. Best year was his first year in the league as a rookie with Denver when he rushed for 600 yards. So this is not only a hint at that Wayne Gallman's not going to be coming back, but also uh, an understanding of the direction that they're trying to go in at the running back position. So I wonder, part of me is wondering how much was Wayne Gallman asking for and why did they pick Devontae Booker over him? It's probably because he was asking for more than they were willing to pay. And Devontae Booker is a pretty cheap option and he's a quality backup. He's been a backup his whole career. And in instances of starters getting hurt, like Josh Jacobs, uh, and also you know Philip Lindsay here and there, he was able to step in and have an impact. So I think this is a pretty good signing. Not going to win them a ton of football games. Not going to make them eleven and five, but it just helps add some depth on the roster at a position where they're going to be very run centric. It does, and Booker is a fairly similar running back to Wayne Gallman. He's a little bit older. I believe Wayne Gallman was 27. Uh, Booker is 29. They have you know, fairly similar running styles. Uh, neither one spends a, a whole lot of time behind the line of scrimmage. I believe they were one and two for least amount of time spent behind the run, line, eh, least amount of time spent behind the line of scrimmage last year. Uh, they both had a similar number of yards per carry. I think the bigger difference between them. And this could point to how the Giants want to play their running game next year is that Booker has tended to be more of a zone blocking scheme runner where we saw Wayne Gallman, the Giants actually set up an offensive line rotation between him and Alfred Morris playing Wayne Gallman when they're running counters and man gap blocking schemes and Alfred Morris when they ran zone blocking schemes. So I think with Saquon Barkley coming back, they're probably going to want to play a little bit more zone blocking scheme so he can have you know his choice of lanes like he likes and then be able to play Booker as the backup there. Yeah, yeah. And this isn't, again, this is a, a move that I am pretty much in favor in, uh, in favor for because he's a good player. He's a good running back. Whenever he's been asked to take over as a starter and take the lion's share of carries, he's done a pretty good job. You're not going to get a guy who's going to rush for 170 yards a game and completely blow a game open but you ultimately the goal is to have somebody who can take a lot of contact who can take a lot of hits and be that um, change of pace to Saquon Barkley that is clearly what the goal here was finding somebody who's going to complement Saquon's running style so he doesn't have to be on the field for every single down and the priority this next season appears to be pointing out that they're going to want to run the football more especially that Saquon is going to be coming back from his ACL injury and speaking of wanting to run the football more uh, this this signing is the uh, the strangest one uh, because you know right now we're we're in day two of pre-free agency (laughs) and we're thinking to ourselves as we're seeing all these big names fly off the board and Go to all these teams. Yannick Ngakwe is gone. Matt Judon's gone. All these big contracts that are being dealt to stars, you'd think that most of the players that would be signed right now would be mid-tier to big-name players. Yet the Giants, the third player that they sign, is a fullback who got cut for failing a physical because of a back injury. And I'm referencing a colon Gillespie, I believe is how you pronounce it, out of Texas A&M. He's played in 23 career games for the Houston Texans. So 
I, I'm not going to question this a ton. Uh, you're welcome to question it, folks, but this one's a little bit odd for me because you probably could have signed him uh, two weeks from now. Yeah, or just roll with Elijah Penny, who is a perfectly fine fullback. Yep. Or do what they did last year and rarely use a fullback and maybe line an offensive lineman up in the backfield or maybe a defensive tackle, somebody like that, for a super heavy package. You know, we it's curious, but I, I suppose it does kind of point the way forward to what they want to do on offense. Yeah, maybe they're going to revolutionize the... Um, Maybe they're going to revolutionize the running game and put two fullbacks out there. Maybe that's maybe that's what we're starting to trend towards here for the for the New York Giants. So we're going to continue to provide some updates and we're going to continue to uh, check in depending on what's happening. We'll probably put out another episode sometime tomorrow afternoon for that next update regarding any moves that happen for the Giants. Now, if there's no moves, then there's not going to be a show, but uh, just stay tuned to see what we have to talk about. Hopefully there is some major news that is exciting for the Giants uh, in order for them to take that next step to turn themselves into a contending team in the NFC East as they are getting close, but yet to getting that big name player uh, to get to that point. Make sure you follow us on social media at Big Blue View. Hit that subscribe button, leave us a five-star review, and head to BigBlueView.com for more Giants news and analysis, and also to stay up to date on free agency. Talk to you later, folks. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high quality leads, fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.